Yeah, Zach, uh, half the team is rookies, so it definitely doesn't surprise me uh, that they want to get some of these guys uh, snaps. You don't want to roll into week one with a lot of these guys never seeing a faster speed than college. I understand it's the preseason. You're not going to necessarily get the best quality out there of competition, but even preseason is better than the USFL or XFL at getting players ready at the somewhat of the speed of the NFL. And uh, I I think he's starting to see that when you have so many rookies, uh, that that speed, that intensity of an NFL game isn't necessarily to that standard. And uh, the preseason's going to kind of mold them by fire, try by fire with a lot of these rookies. Um, I definitely think anyone of three years or more shouldn't play. Um, at a certain point, you know what you got with the player, and there's really no point. Uh, like, I really don't think a player gets – Aaron Donald's not going to get very warmed up by the preseason. Um, a Van Jefferson is not going to get much out of the preseason, in my opinion. Uh, you, you really need the rookies and the second-year players. I, I guess some of the third-year players – uh, that haven't seen a lot of playing time that been on the bench, you need to start giving these guys uh, snaps. They need experience to be ready. And I think we've seen with some of these bench players that don't get snaps, they start uh, a game suddenly and they look terrible. And it's not necessarily because they're a terrible player. It's just they get caught off guard and they're not ready for the situation. And, I don't think that's going to completely fix it, playing them in the preseason. It won't. Uh, I just think it will help further that progression uh, curve a little bit quicker uh, for especially the first and second year players. Yeah, and you know, I you know, I think Ernest Jones is going to play. I think since he's going to be the play caller this year, he's going to want to try to get that gelled and got to get accustomed to that spot yeah. pretty quickly. So, I'm going to see him play. Um, I, I plan to see most of the offensive line really play at least a couple series per game. Um, they may not play the whole time, uh, but I think that they're definitely going to get their going to get an opportunity to to show them what they have, and because um, that offensive line is going to be the key for the Rams winning this season. So if they if they can't get gelled and they can't protect um, Matthew Stafford, this season is just going to go downhill really really fast. Uh, um, we didn't even talk about the the battle between the centers too about training camp. I mean between Brian Allen and Coleman Shelton. So uh, that's also an interesting battle that's also taking place. Um, I think either way they go, they're gonna they're gonna Sean McVay is gonna come out with the best option. Um, I still think Brian Allen has it locked, but. Um, but there is going to be a battle. There is going to, we'll see how it shakes out. Um, but the benefit of Coleman Shelton is that he can shift to a guard spot. Brian Allen kind of is just that center spot. So he's going to probably be more depth, um, than being able to kind of, uh, adjust to, to another side. So wanted to throw that in there before we wrapped up our uh, segment on training camp. Yeah. Russ isn't, uh, Russ isn't starting at right guard right now. They moved him tackle. Yep. Yep. So we'll uh, we'll keep an eye on that uh, as it progresses. But yeah, he's he's going to be tackling. He's probably going to be backing up Rob Havenstein unless something happens. So, um, which is good, I think. Um, 
I think the last thing that I really had on our kind of our agenda for tonight was talking kind of about OBJ. Um, basically, there has been some back and forth this past, past weekend. Um, Sean McVay was on the Pivot podcast and kind of was talking about that situation with OBJ, how they brought him in. After the physical, they kind of all kind of sat down together and like, OBJ, you have no ACL. And, it, and basically his response was, we're just going to ride this thing until the wheels fall off. Um, and surprisingly, he made it into the to the Super Bowl. Didn't actually finish the Super Bowl, uh, but he he was the, one of the big reasons why we were able to get there um, and be able to perform until he was injured the way we were performing. Um, and so this past weekend, OBJ put on Twitter, uh, which I thought was really cool. Most players who leave other teams, they don't have to go back and kind of like, you know, prop the other team or the, the you know your past team things like that. But I think this just kind of shows how much players really enjoy working for Sean McVay. Um, even coming with this John Johnson coming back, I think it's the culture that Sean McVay builds um, really is something. So OBJ said, Coach McVay, you changed my life forever, man. Grateful I had the experience with you. Uh, single-handedly changed my life. Love and miss the boys over there. Can't wait to whoop you and Coach Raw this year. So uh, a little bit of poking fun at the end. But again, I think this just brings kind of that that mentality of why coach McVay is so good and why we're so lucky to have him, um, as our coach and that he decided to stay continued. You got any thoughts about it? Uh, yeah, uh, definitely credit team that when they found out about his knee, uh, they went straight to him and they didn't like try to sign him or they didn't try to completely ignore it. Uh, and like turn him down they told him uh straight up like hey you don't have technically a knee right now and he responded with like that's weird because it feels like it's fine and um it, that's when he said that he'll write it until it ends and you know i agree with him like i do think that game is a blowout uh if he plays in the super 